Dude, I'm going to need a lot of help today, man. <laughs> All right. Hello. Welcome to The Verge Cast, a chaotic flagship podcast from TheVerge.com. I am Neil Patel, proprietor of a vodka brand called Scissor Vodka. Cut through the night. I'm joined here by an incredible panel of experts, personalities, talents, Bon vivants. Mm-hmm. Paul Miller's here. You're just making such intense eye contact with me right now. I can't handle it. I don't think that I've ever told you how much I love you. <laughs> uh, Ashley Carmen is here. Hello. This is my first Verge cast. Do you want to do intense eye contact? <laughs> we, we can like do intense eye contact. All right. Soon. <laughs> Not now, but soon. Uh, Dieter, I'm staring at a monitor with fire in my eyes. Dieter's in San Francisco, but Dieter's here. Yeah, once upon a time, we were we were going to make this show about a phone call, uh, but uh, I see that, is, that has gone by the wayside. There's only one gimmick that we can persist with, and it is uh, my fake vodka brand, Scissor Vodka. If anyone <laughs> would like to nice. invest in my fake vodka brand, uh, I'm willing to take your money. I, can I say this <laughs> to the listener? Mm-hmm. Our trademark attorneys are on the case. I'm going to make this happen. Are you happen. kidding? Oh, yeah. You know, there's a drink called wow. the Scissor. It's a rum drink. It's, that shit's going down. I don't know if you've met <laughs> Fox Media's legal team, but they're coming for you. Uh, so we got a pack show. Uh, I'll just say this right now. A little bit later on the show, our girl Nicola Fumo will be on the show to tell us what? a story of adventure and daring. But first, there's a reason that Paul and Ashley are here. Mm-hmm. Important reason. Paul and Ashley, the listeners may know, run Circuit Breaker, our gadget experience. Mm-hmm. And on Monday, Paul and Ashley and I took a field trip to Best Buy. Not Monday. Was that God, such a long What day Monday? was it? That was Monday. Paul and I have was been in a spiritual Best Buy for five to six years. I'd be really surprised if that was Monday. This is how this entire episode of the show is going to go. <laughs> what are some verifiable facts that we refuse to verify? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> earlier this week... The gadget bloggers and I. Yeah. We wandered around. We did some IRL gadget blogging. We got recognized. Mm -hmm. That was wild. We learned that we all type weird shit when we see keyboards. Neelai Patel is the best. What else are you going to type? You should start typing that. (laughs) I'm going to try that. (laughs) Let me see how that feels real quick on a MacBook Pro. Feels great. Was anybody a quick brown fox kind of person? We had a lot of quick brown brown fox fox in the comments. If you're listening to this and you didn't see that post, uh, I'm dying to know when you see a keyboard and you walk up to it and you just start typing to like play with it, what is the thing that you type? Because I think it's very revealing. Yeah. Addy, I'm a traditionalist. What do you type? Quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. Addy types like, what you type. Addy types a neuromancer quote, which is amazing. She said that for so she wrote so many gadget posts like back in the day that she said for a while she just started making up mid-range Android news posts. And she'd be like, <laughs> This has a Snapdragon processor and a four inch screen. That's what we did to Addie. That's how much we ruined her brain. Yeah. Paul, what was yours? Uh, hello, my name is Paul. Oh my God. Ashley, what was yours? A lot of people identified themselves. Yeah. You got to type your... Typing your name is the thing. The other thing I realized is not a lot of capitalization. Yeah. Which is a failure on my part because holding shift while also typing is actually assessing a quality of a keyboard. Is it? I don't know. Ashley, what do you type? Yo, what up, laptop? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Ashley addresses the device personally. <laughs> Hello, it's me. Uh, all right, so this is Circuit Breaker Crew. I got what's up with gadgets? How's life? How's, how's things? 
it's a um, audio show, so you can't yeah. ju- you can't just shrug at me uh, <laughs> nonchalantly. The the state of gadgets, by the way, somewhat pleased, content, nonchalant shrug. Yeah, it's a lot of Kickstarter, and I knew that going in. But it's a lot of Kickstarter. It's mm-hmm. Kickstarter and mid-tier Android from China. Yeah, China loves making new phones. You know who doesn't like releasing new phones? The flagship brands. They only do like <laughs> a couple a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. I need quantity in China supplies. Do you remember, There was a time, though, when HTC, like every other week, that was the carrier exclusive time. Mm. When every other week for us, yeah. like, you know what, HEC? And they're all slight rebrand. They're all slight re- They're all the same phone. Mm. And they all did the, they did the thing where one phone would have the spec that you want and another phone would have a spec that you want, but they never had all the specs that you want. Like this phone has a big screen, but right. a shitty processor. Right. This phone will help remind you to call your mother. What do you guys think about the OnePlus 3? So I, I, I have an art gallery. Yeah. Soho. God. You know, you have to pay to plug your shit on this show. It, uh, walking past this, um, so you, so I get off the train in Soho, right? Prince stop, and you walk past the Apple Store. <laughs> Thirteen steps, right? Yeah. Then you walk past this store that has o- on, over Christmas was Samsung store, and now, right now, it's a pop up shop for Magnum ice cream, like Kinda those ice cream bars. Which one of those was uh, more popular? I see a lot of people in the Magnum store. But we, we, for, can we talk about for the one what what what, what did, Magnum ice cream? Yeah, it's an ice cream Magnum. Bar. Magnum a, refers to a size of condom, right. or if you're classy, like a the the thing that you put champagne in, right? Isn't that called a Magnum? It's also yeah. a gun. Also a gun. But like, which of those three things? Is the ice cream is calling ice cream Magnum supposed to connote to you? It's very confusing. Well, it's I'm large, deeply confused. It's deadly. Oh God! And it's luxurious. Oh it's very oh luxurious. <laughs> Just putting that out. There. And I, I like living in, in a world where Magnum can better afford to pay rent in on a Soho pop up shop than Samsung. Yeah. But for one night only, one plus three. Yeah. Was in the pop up shop. But all the Magnum stuff was still there. And there was a line around the corner. Yeah. Dude, this is phone. a cult phenomenon phone. People are really into it. I'm yeah. into it. Dan really well, liked and it. I will say that people ought to be into it. Um, I mean, Dan's review is great. But like the the idea that like they just said, you know what? We're just going to make a great phone. And they've been saying that for a while. But they didn't really execute on it last year or with the last go around. But this one, like, there's just not really a whole lot of knocks on it. It's just solid, straightforward good can i say that i love the name like it took this many years for me to understand the name is an incredibly good joke that will pay off forever like one the one plus one was like this stupid name one plus two is like i get it one plus three is like i see where you're going you're gonna put out the one (laughs) plus 17 and people are gonna be like that's (laughs) fucking hilarious (laughs) <laughs> like you just stayed committed to this right. one joke. Addition. You named your company after addition, <laughs> and you are constantly adding one more unit of value to everything that you make. No, yeah. because they can't name anything but a number. Right. Like if they put out like I don't know. If you they couldn't put out say phone, one plus multiplication. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. What's a dumb phone name? Like they couldn't put out the OnePlus Galaxy. They could do string ca- concatenation, which is t- traditionally done with the plus operator in most programming languages. So you know, yeah, really. So you could really just widen out that audience. One plus dog, and so you got <laughs> one dog. 
What? <laughs> a, a one plus dog. Yeah, one plus dog. Yeah. All right. This joke is, again, not quite as good as the actual joke that is the name <laughs> of the phone. <laughs> but it's great. And Dan reviewed it. Actually, one of my favorite reviews that we've ever done on the site, because the, the CEO of the company was sort of a character in the review talking mm -hmm. about uh, the phone. And they did it. And I'm just going to go right into this. I think this year is going to be the year when buying a new flagship phone or high-end phone gets really interesting because I suspect Dieter, I can see Dieter's face. He knows where I'm going. I just, I'm so excited for you to get started on this. People aren't going to buy the fucking iPhone. They're not going to oh, do it. Oh, God. They're not going to do it. They're going to, the, the iPhone's going to come out. It, the rumor in the Wall Street Journal this week was it's going to look exactly like the current phone, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit thinner, yep. and it's not going to have a headphone jack. Yep. Aren't they so going to move the best, antenna lines? No, they'll probably, yeah. Johnny Ive will probably be like, you know what I love is antenna lines. The whole back of the phone is going to be antenna <laughs> lines. No, the, the renders have them moved to the top. That's, the what that's what I'm saying. This is the least attractive phone Apple has ever made. Yeah. And they're going to go a third year with this design. You know, when we were at Best Buy, yeah. picked up the iPhone 5SE. Yeah. Beautiful phone. Yeah. Miss it. I think I'm, I'm going to go back. My, I'm going to go back. Speaking of plugs, my lightning jack on my iPhone 6, I don't have the 6S, I have the 6, stopped working. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. I yeah. already cracked my screen. Apple's not going to fix this. They don't fix anything. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man, Their repairability is so maybe Neli's right about being a hater. But then I like wadded up like a post-it note. And I stuck it in the jack and just like moved it around and got some of the dirt out. Yeah. And then I. Uh, Where are you keeping this phone? This game's so dirty. Yeah. Wow. Well, Paul, started charging again. That's, I was going to say, Paul goes, he's eating ice cream at the Magnum store every night. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. Just like covered, <laughs> covered in luxurious, deadly ice cream. And I'm one of those people who talks into my phone, like I hold it up to the ice cream. my face like a microphone. You're one of those? No. No. But it, that would be a good way for the ice cream to get in, right? That'd be a good narrative. Yeah. Paul, <laughs> Paul sloppily eating ice cream while making a phone call in a New York City street while right. walking to his art gallery. So, but here's the thing. I mean, that's if, the beginning of if. a rom-com. So That's what that is. So, it's like the music is playing and Paul's buying the ice cream and he's like on a busy phone call. He's like, I got to get to the gallery. And like actually, he walks into the girl and the, girl, the ice cream goes everywhere and it's in the phone. And then for the rest of the movie, the business is Paul's constantly trying to get his phone to work. Right. But at the end of the movie, he's trying to call the girl it's and great. he can't. The phone's dead. Do I get the girl? <laughs> Well, you got to you got to wad up the post-its. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yes. All right. As long as it so, But my headphones don't have like a microphone, so actually, if I am on a phone call, I will. I do actually hold hold the phone like that yeah. sometimes. But if there was no headphone jack, then my headphones would be plugged straight into the phone. Mm -hmm. it, the that port wouldn't be exposed to the dripping ice cream. This is by far the worst argument that yeah. I've heard thus far. <laughs> but I will say the worst argument that I've heard thus far. The only argument I've heard that actually articulates a benefit for lightning headphones, because mm -hmm. no one's told me what the benefit is. Ashley, what do you think about getting rid of, the, rid of the headphone jack? I want to hear the benefit, I think. That's it. I'm going to spill luxurious oh. ice cream. <laughs> I'm very much on, like, team don't get rid of the headphone jack, but uh, I'll, I guess I'll try to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Um, the primary benefit is supposed to be that it's a stupid jack. It takes up a ton of space inside the phone that can be used for something else, like making it thinner or replacing it with more battery or something else. And uh, the next piece is that, look, uh, 
progress is hard. It's always painful. And uh, there is better technology than a 3.5 millimeter headset jack and wired headphones, uh, whether it's wireless earbuds or it's um, wired lightning uh, headphones that give you better sound quality or something else that like we haven't heard of before. And so like the analogy keeps getting drawn. I'm like failing at making the pro case, but the analogy is supposed to be between the 3.5 millimeter or the the 3.5 floppy, the floppy disk Mm. and this headset jack that like, look, eventually old stuff needs to go away to be replaced with new stuff. And that's painful, but uh, Apple is forward thinking and they're not going to stick around uh, keeping to use the same ports forever because that way lies madness. You end up with, scuzzy ports on modern laptops and that's ridiculous it's always so VGA you gotta move ports. forward those are the, the ones i've heard over yeah. and over again are floppy disk drive the optical drive and vga ports and serial yeah i mean honestly that kind of makes sense to me now yeah that no. argument because how many pairs of headphones do you go through a like billion. the earbuds a lot so why are we clinging on to them they what do you suck got, what do you, how many times do you take your headphones out of your phone and plug them into your laptop every day yeah sorry <laughs> you're yeah. screwed buy some more headphones <laughs> Um, or some dongles. Dongles. Fucking word. Um, well, here, let me just lay this out. So the rumor is, and the Wall Street Journal, they're not really rumors when the Wall Street Journal reports them. We all know this. It's a dirty secret of our industry. The, someone in Apple leaked to the Wall Street Journal, next year's phone is going to be not a big deal. Mm-hmm. 2017 is the 10-year anniversary of the iPhone. That's the big deal. That's the one you want. This year, moderate change, a little bit thinner. Ah, we're going to get rid of the headphone jack. I think the point of that was to set expectations about the not big hardware design. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think the more important story is like Apple's moving away from this connector that literally the entire universe of audio is centered around. Right. I have not heard a reason beyond it's old for getting rid of it. And I have not heard a reason beyond Apple hates old things for why Apple would want to get rid of it, except for what Dieter's saying, which is this thing about thinner battery life. But the dominant narrative of the iPhone for the past year has been, why do you keep making it thinner? We would accept a thicker iPhone if it would last for 24 hours. Right. The battery life would yeah. be nice. I, I, I think the the middle ground here mm-hmm. is, is a deal-making mindset where it's like, okay, Apple, you can do it if you switch to USB-C. Yeah. Because at least then then you'd have the same headphones that would work on Android, on your laptop, and on your computer. There's no lightning plug on your computer either. Right. A lot of dongles would be incoming. Well, yeah, John Gruber speculated that maybe that's why we haven't seen the MacBook Pro yet, is that they're going to put a lightning connector on the MacBook, which will just be deeply confusing to me uh, because it uses USB-C on the the new MacBook, the Retina MacBook, the last two iterations of it. Will they use Lightning for charging? Will it just be there for headphones? It's like, well, here I have no idea. I, so I wrote this piece. Everyone's mad at me about it. I wrote it so people get mad at me about it and talk about it, right? That's why you write things. It's not actually. Well, I think there's a lot of things. people on your side. Yeah. There's a lot of people on my side. There's a lot of people on the sort of pro Apple. That, I'm. That's my knee jerk. And those, uh, but those people have a point. Apple is historically very good at saying, "Fuck this old thing." Exactly. Here's the new thing. Where they have been good at it, and I think this is Dieter. I think you agree with me in this. The comparison to the floppy drive is wrong mm-hmm. because when yeah. they got rid of the floppy drive, they got rid of it on one model on the iMac in 1998. They kept selling computers with floppy drives for other customers for years, I think until 2001, actually. Um, and the thing that replaced the floppy drive was really obvious. It was CDs and the internet. 
And the best selling accessory for that iMac for years was USB floppy drives. Mm -hmm. That was what people bought. You bought an iMac and Best Buy, or you could buy them at Sears. My sister bought an iMac at Sears. Mm -hmm. It was a true story. Um, They would sell you the bundle, like the iMac care kit. It was like polishing cloth, like whatever garbage, a CD cleaner, (laughs) you know, like the garbage they used to sell you. And it was just a bunch of high margin shit around a floppy drive that they would sell you. That's why, because people still needed it. But eventually, you didn't need it anymore. You could unplug it and like throw it in the closet. The CD drive, obviously, the internet was going to take over. Music was going to take over. They built iTunes. They still made computers with CD drives until like four years ago. This just happened. All these other ports, they wrapped them in USB. USB got faster and faster and faster. We knew it was going away. Eventually, they went away. But they didn't stop making the ports. They didn't stop making the adapters. Here, they're just there's nothing else. There's no next thing. Everyone's going to tell me about Bluetooth, but Bluetooth isn't as good, right? It's like crackly. You need a battery. Yeah, Bluetooth it is recompresses not, the audio. It's not there there yet. Maybe Bluetooth five will be way better. Maybe. I mean, maybe Apple goes all in and creates their own wireless standard for audio. <laughs> That's terrifying. That's like the worst outcome, right? But I think Apple is betting over and over and over again. People will just buy the next iPhone. They'll just do it out of habit, right? Right. And they've got all the carrier programs where you sign up and you get a new iPhone every year. They have their own program where you sign up and get a new iPhone every year. And you think this could? But their problem be is that their so sales dramatic. are down, right? You think this could be what? I don't know. I think if you have this iPhone or a 6 and you see the new iPhone and it's going to cost you some amount of money and you're like, what's new about it? And the answer is it's a little bit faster and it has a better camera and your headphones don't work. You're going to say, screw it. I'll buy it. But we're professionally. That's whatever. I'm living with the iPhone 6 with the crack. Would you buy it, Ashley? No. No. Because Ooh. of the headphone jack. Hard yeah, burn. because I don't charge things. So if I had to have Bluetooth headphones, first of all, it just wouldn't happen. Right. I just like to have my, I have my headphones with me everywhere. They're just easy. They're replaceable, super, and they're cheap if right. you re- are in a major pinch. Just imagine this. Just be in my mind for a while. This is These are the scenarios I like to imagine. You're just you. You're living your life. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you get invited on a boat ride. You're like, ah, oh, this is great. Right. I love boat rides. And you're on a boat, and it's got like a shitty old stereo, and you're like, this boat ride could use some tunes. I'm going to plug right in right but then you look at your phone good and thing like, i brought my dongles <laughs> like just it's gonna ruin boat rides forever is what i'm saying with my laptop i accept the, the dongle life because like if you've got a laptop you're carrying around a bag to put the laptop in and so if i like you know uh, it sucks that i've only got one USB-C port on this mac but uh, i've got a bag and i can put some stuff in the bag and i can grab the dongle that i need and life goes on actually but with a phone I am not carrying around a bunch of dongles. Not going to happen. So uh, somebody in our comments, there were over 700 comments right now, over 800 comments on that post. Somebody in my comments pointed out, Dieter, that your dongle life, even though I posted a somewhat mocking photo of Dieter at the WWC Live blog with like 90 Mm. dongles, he's like, that is actually the right solution, right? You have this whole bundle of shit, like all ready to go. You pull out your laptop, you plug in one thing, and you're ready to go. And right. you're not plugging 90 yeah. things it's in like your laptop. A, it, yeah. Doc, well, where do, you, where do you keep your headphones? My pocket. Right. So what if the dongle was already p- connected to your headphones? Haven't we been down this road? It's just a tiny little The HCC G1 had this problem. Every Sony Ericsson phone had this problem. None of those phones great. changed the world. It's not great. I'm no one's saying, using Sony's smart plug. I'm saying if you're at the boat, you're, you already got a dongle. Why? Until you lose it. How often do you lose headphones? I lose headphones probably once every two months. Buy another dongle. <laughs> Maybe Apple can offer a subscription, like a dongle subscription. So we were in the Best Buy, and we we're like walking in, we we're like looking around, 
I will say the Samsung area of the Best Buy, far more hopping and lively than the Apple area. Yeah. The Apple area was like being in a museum. It was very quiet. Everyone was very proper. Right. I was afraid to touch everything. And the Samsung area was like, try out these VR headsets. Like, bah. <laughs> so we get to the little accessory aisle. I'm like, wow, this is kind of sad. And Paul's like, I've given so much money to this aisle. Yes. Like, just yes. everything. Everything costs $29 at a minimum. Yeah. You need, you loot, like, MacBook adapters. You know how hard it is to lose a Apple, MacBook adapter? I think Apple thinks $1 is $29. <laughs> <laughs> That's their base unit of like, currency. Has anybody done the math? Like, I think everything's a multiple of 29. <laughs> <laughs> base 29. Yeah, yeah base 29. Base 10. That's it. That like that, that's actually the curve of the original iMac is a maybe base the dongles curve. will be 29 cents. <laughs> this is a garbage, stupid idea. I'm just saying it. I'm saying I, I know that. Look. I just feel I have okay. waged a one-man war against IR I blasters know. for a decade. And you like cried every day for a month when they killed Firewire. Yeah. <laughs> Paul but, and I have known each other for a long time. But I feel like there's I I just and it feels stupid and fanboyish of me to say, but I do feel like we kind of take a step forward as a technology industry every time Apple kills a connector. But they usually do it in but favor like, of standard. But here's the thing, like I got to say that we take a step forward and Apple killing the floppy in particular was great. It was the right move. The floppy was a bad technology and we could see precisely and clearly what was next. And with headphones, I don't see precisely and clearly what the replacement technology is that is significantly better. That makes it worth the cost of, uh, bailing on a standard because like the fear is that Apple comes forward with something that is non-standard and non-compatible with its own products much less everything else that's on the planet and mm -hmm. that's like I don't I don't see the value they do own a massive headphones company. I was gonna say where does Beats come into yeah. this well they're gonna keep selling you overpriced headphones founded during the gold rush it was home to miners who spent 12 hours a day in the frozen ground digging for gold but that land was rich in another resource the rocky mountain water that runs cold and clear. One man knew the value of that water. That man was Mr. Coors. Really, just drink the Coors. I don't know if any of this is true, but just buy some fucking Coors and drink it. In 1873, Mr. Coors settled in Golden to brew the finest beer that town had ever tasted. They, again, they spent 12 hours a day in the frozen ground, so assuming all the beer was good, and Mr. Coors is fictional, but just buy the beer. Anyway, the miners are grateful, because when they sat down for a well-deserved banquet... Mr. Coors brought a beer worthy of the occasion. A beer that came to be known as the Banquet Beer. Coors, the Banquet Beer. Coors Light Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. If anyone wants to fact check that, I'm open to it. I'm at Reckless on Twitter. Wikipedia. Uh, but just buy Coors. Drink it. Drink it. Well, I mean, we're drinking it. We're not actually drinking it. We pretend we are. All right. We're back. Um, I, Paul, I don't know if you heard this. Paul verified. Mr. Coors, real man. Made a good beer. I hope that someone... Actually, I always want as a joke to be, for Halloween, Michael Coors. Like Michael Coors. But I realized many, many seasons ago that it's too high concept and it'll never work. So in case you haven't noticed, Nicola's here. Hi, Hello, Nicola. Hi. We've missed hey, you. Nicola. We've missed you I've terribly. I've missed this. Um, we've, yeah, we've missed you. The listeners have missed you. I'm glad that, uh, one flippant tweet brought you back to us today. It was good. I was just waiting for the moment. I mean. Yeah. You got, we had to cool off. Yeah. Right? Towards the end of your you Vergecast You have to starve run. them out. 
and then you gotta make them wild. All right, so Nicola, here's what we're gonna we're, we're gonna be doing with Nicola. She's gonna be doing some audio based reporting for us. We hope in the future. But yeah. really, I want Nicola to come back to the Virtual every so often and just tell us a tale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Fumo Adventures, adventures in technology and culture. Um. All and right. Style. So. And experiences. The big problem in my life right now is that I need to replace my MacBook Pro, which is from 2011. Do you have a Pro or an Air? Pro. Okay. 2011, my last year of college, my other one broke and I had to get this one. Um, and now it's just really slow and it's clunky and I'm living my, you know, breezy lifestyle. So <laughs> I just want to grab a computer and go. Yeah. So I have bought and returned two laptops, Mac laptops, since, since leaving this job <laughs> where I had a provided computer. <laughs> so... <laughs> The first, oh, I, I bought the, um, I bought the gold MacBook, and the guy selling it to me was like, "Why don't you want rose gold?" And I was like, "You don't even know what you're opening up with me right wow. now." Wow, <laughs> I didn't really? say that, but I was like, "If he knew, Wait, this he might tried, trigger work." He tried to push the rose gold on he you. He was just like, "Why not the rose gold?" And I was like, mm, mm. Um, <laughs> "Wasn't happy." So I bought, I bought the less expensive one. It's twelve ninety nine, but after New York tax, it was like over fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, which is like so much money. Okay. And I got it and, and it was slow. Like I would open it up and it would, you know, when you like type in your password, it would, you'd be typing and it doesn't register. And it's yeah. like, well, my 2011 laptop does this too. Like it needs like a warm up period. <laughs> and all the time, like all I do is look at, look at Google Docs and email. And like, I don't do you anything. Live in a web browser. I don't do anything like heavy, right? And it would have like the little spinning guy. And I'd be like, are you fucking kidding Safari me, dude? Safari or Chrome? Uh, Safari. Oh man. Because oh I, man. I hadn't committed to it, so I didn't want to like install all my yeah. faves. Um, but it was just horrible, and I and it sucked because it was so cute. But I took you it back. You should have gotten that rose gold. <laughs> then it would have been fast and good. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I took it back. Yeah. And it was fine. Oh, and then I'll let, I'll tell you later. Okay, I took it back. It was fine. They returned, you know, returned my money. And then I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy this. This other one. So I got the 11 inch MacBook Air, which is old. Like, it has been out since when? Uh, like 2010. Yeah. Yeah. And I got it. I got home with it and I was like, oh, old friend. It felt so familiar and like good. And like, I felt like I could just throw it on the couch and I didn't care. The 11 inch MacBook Pro, there, there were many, many like ultra notebooks in the world that were like luxurious business class notebooks. Like, that's the computer you buy when you can afford a slower, small computer to use in business class. That yeah. was the original, I'm like, I'm so bougie, I have a shitty computer for the Air. Mm. That's the 11 inch MacBook Pro Air. Well, it felt familiar and good, yeah. but I knew from the moment I bought it. Air. Yeah, I knew from the moment that I took it home, I was like, I, I can't keep this. This isn't an intelligent, this isn't a good long-term purchase. No. Right now, so. That computer is on its deathbed. Yeah, so after however many, a week like or something, I took Testarosa. it back again. And fun fact, uh, Apple Store can't return to debit, so what? they had right. So, but even though the first person returned to debit, the second person was like, "Oh no, no, we can't do that." And I was like, "Okay, they're like, so you can either take twelve hundred dollars cash," and I was like, "No," or we can return to a gift card, and maybe from the gift card we can return to your debit card. And I was like, "Well, let's hope so." Wait, why wouldn't you take the twelve hundred dollars in cash? Well, because what am I going to do with that? Go to the bank and put it in the bank account. I don't have a bank. It's digital. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm an old guy. 
I participate in our banking <laughs> institutions. Yeah, my bank is isn't doesn't have any ground locations. Oh, you're cashless. Cash free, baby. Can you? I'm proud. Do you ask me to return a bitcoin? <laughs> Can you just put this in my Venmo or something? <laughs> oh my god! I had to invite my mom to Venmo. Really? Yeah, because um, my dedicated Twitter followers will remember when I got kicked off the family plan, and then I joined my mom, a yeah. different family member. We created a family plan together. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Dad. Um, <laughs> but my mom's making me pay for it. Catch. So I was like, okay, well, how am I gonna? Oh, other fun fact: Verizon, you can't pay, you can't auto pay with two credit cards. So it all comes out of her account, and then I need to reimburse her somehow. Yeah. So I invited her to Venmo. Hey, Dieter, did I tell you something? I didn't tell you this no. during WWDC because I knew that you, you know, it's like a live vlog is real stressful. Apple events even more stressful. So the WWDC cannot. Wi-Fi is pretty bad. Our little hotspot's pretty bad. I'm like, I'm going to tether to my phone because that always works. Mm -hmm. My phone tethering didn't work at all. It was broken. Totally broken. I was, there was like a minute at WWDC where I had no connectivity and I was like, couldn't figure it out. I was like fucking with my phone. I figured out what it was. What? AT&T called my parents because I pay their family plan for them, convinced them to combine all their billing together. With mm -hmm. their, right? You, mm -hmm. If you've been listening to the show, mm -hmm. you know they combine the, their... Didn't like, they try to make a smart home yeah, out of your family a, they, home? They sent them a bunch of like U-verse <laughs> shit and like smart home stuff, and they said, this will be cheaper. You get a smart home, and you get unlimited data because we see the one account uses so much data. Mm -hmm. Guess what they turn off when they turn oh, on no, unlimited they data? they turn off tethering? They turn off tethering. Wow. So I was sitting at WWC... Ready to make my one fucking power move, which mm -hmm. is I plug in the phone and it all lights up and works. Phone is dead. And wow. I look at Dieter and I was like, do I tell Dieter this right now that I'm dead? <laughs> and I was like, Dieter's like holding the camera. He's taking photos. He's like fucking with 90 dongles. I was like, Dieter's fine. I, I read the live vlog. <laughs> yeah. And I watched the stream, which is the first time I've ever watched that. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is just like fashion week, but just one, one. Yeah. What do you think of their presenters? They made a big push towards all these like diverse presenters. Oh man. I mean, it felt like <sighs> felt a little like calculated, like a little cheesy. Yeah. But also like what are you gonna do? You can't Yeah, you can't not there's no like nat I don't know. You have to make a choice, right? Yeah. Here's the choice we're making, here it is, and then over time it'll feel natural. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I, I appreciate that actually. The Minnie Mouse bit was like a little maddening. Like, oh now I got a Minnie Mouse. Thank <laughs> God for a Minnie Mouse. I was just like, come on. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, but I thought it was really funny that every every gentleman that presented was wearing, like, dark denim, somewhat stiff jeans, and, like, a, a leather belt, and then all varying versions of blue shirts. Yeah. Like, no one repeated a blue, but all blue. Okay. And then uh, there was, like, a bunch of women, and they were all, like, dressed in the nines. Yeah. They were just, well, the one, the Minnie Mouse woman was dressed, like, kind of athleisure. Yeah. Like, office-appropriate athleisure. And then the music woman was dressed like, I'm fun. Yeah. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She, she, she came to Apple, I think, through the Beats acquisition. She's actually a VP of the Beats organization. Oh. She's like the real deal. Um, everyone calls her Bose, but I, she's got a full name. Bose, Bozeman St. John is her full name. She's amazing. Um, so any takeaways from this? Were you like, the watch is better now? Oh, man. Well, iMessage is going to be a mess. <laughs> like the thing that about this iMessage thing is that it's going to really reveal the people who fucking suck 
to text because some people you're going to be what? like, I don't even want your reply because it's going to be like nonstop drama on your phone. It's be like <laughs> the balloons are shooting and it's vibrating and it goes away and there's stickers everywhere. Like it's going to be, it's going to be something. And yeah. I think people will crave the simplicity of like, can I just send a text only message? Um, my friends hate me because I love Bitmoji. Ah, yes. Because there's always one oh, of you those. Are the Mine worst. is Jeremy. Well, I do it. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Blown the oh fuck my, up on the verge cast. Does listen to this. <laughs> Jeremy, I want you to know. The Bitmoji thing He's is, cooled on it. Jeremy's cooled on the Bitmoji. Bitmoji is only cool if you're doing it to be a super ironic jerk to people who hate Bitmoji. So I have a cousin, hates it, <laughs> refused to communicate with him in any other way because I know I'm just trolling him nonstop. Yeah. There's one, I believe there's a cartoon of like, of your avatar just like lying face down on the ground <laughs> crying. <laughs> My wife and I send that one to each other all the time. I like that. <laughs> I, the, actually, the range of emotions on Bitmoji is amazing. Yeah. But they're doomed, right? Because of the iMessage. Yeah. I mean, it, pretty much iMessage sounds like it's going to be Facebook Messenger and Snapchat. I think that's what everyone came down to. Right. So you, you got to finish your story. We only have a few minutes left. Oh. Um, so now I'm leaving on a trip on the 30th. I'm going to be gone all of July. And I was really hoping to bring a lightweight laptop with me for my adventures to be revealed. And... <laughs> Um, you still have a 13 inch pro. I don't know. No, no, no. I took, yeah, I just have this heavy computer literally with a crack in the screen. There's, I'm not bringing on this on my trip and I do not know what to do. I need to buy something and I need to keep it. Yeah. Well, I mean, why don't you get anything else? Why don't you get like a Chromebook? I think honestly, because I don't know how to start shopping for it to be like totally honest. Really? Yeah. You know that you have many friends in the technology media (laughs) industry who can just tell you which one to buy. Um, listeners. I was going to make you start Nicola a forum. underscore Fumo. <laughs> Is that right? That's yeah, right. Yeah, Nicola, Nicola underscore Fumo. Just tell her what Chromebook to buy. They're all going to tell you it's the Toshiba Chromebook 2, which is fine. Can I roll up in the hip coffee shop, the Bushwick coffee shop that's trying to look like Venice, California, and open a Toshiba? Seems wrong. Here's, here's, wow. what, here's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to I'm going to say a thing. You validated everything our listeners have ever thought. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm going to say it, and... You're both going to go, what? Yeah. But I'm just going to say it because it's true. What you want is an HP Spectre. Mm. Why? Walt reviewed that uh, this week. Because that shit will make you look dope faster, in a coffee shop. It is faster than the gold MacBook that you had. Um, it looks dope. It's super thin. It gets hot. Um, really but it looks dope, and um, it runs Windows 10, thing? which is having just re- uh, previewed Sierra... Um, like you'll, you'll miss out on your Mac stuff, but, uh, Windows 10 is pretty good. I def- uh, don't need the, to talk at the computer and have it do stuff for me. You, you don't need to do that on Windows. You can type <laughs> or talk. It's your choice. Um, what I'm saying is that like Siri, Siri on the Mac is not like a hot, exciting thing to me. No, it makes no sense. Like I don't, I'm not craving that at all. Hang on, I'm, this. I want, I'm excited to show this to you. It's like really pretty. It's black. It's got gold hinges. It's got a cool HP logo. Oh, this is nice. Is it, it looks expensive? like you should be using it in a bathroom in a nightclub. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> like what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. That's you. How much is it? You should write a review of that for us. Yeah? Yeah. A real consumer yeah, review? Yeah, I, I bought this crazy ass HP laptop, and this is what it like. HP and me. Yeah. Becoming my mother. Yeah. That's the thing you should do. These are coming up with pitch ideas live on the air. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're, gonna make, we're gonna make you buy shit on your debit card. What's the yeah? <laughs> What's the return policy? I mean, we have one upstairs. So oh, take okay. It. The return oh, policy cool. is like, don't fuck <laughs> Come it back up. Here? Yeah. yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. 
All right. Um, tell, tell me another. You got two minutes. Tell me another Nicola out in the world story. Um, well, I just came back from the Adirondacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the amount six hundred million. Wait, yes. I don't remember how many acres. <laughs> it says when you drive in how many. It literally says like six hundred million acres of forest. Did you just or pronounce million is million? <laughs> but my friend and I were like, that can't be right. Like, how, but then we realized we have no idea how big of an acre is. Like, well, I don't know what that is. Really? I no clue. Aren't I just you know from that Wisconsin? when when someone buys something that's like on an acre, like that's a big property. I think. Aren't you from Wisconsin? Yeah. I feel like you grew up with a lot of people who lived on half acre lots. No, because my I grew up in in like city suburbs, so everything uh, was right next to each other. Yeah, that's about right. That's a half hour, half acre lot. Yeah, well, it was like pretty standard. Oh well, no one was talking size. about the sizes. Yeah. Well, I was a particularly pretentious child. Um, <laughs> Steven, I've seen your family has outgrown your half acre. But an- the cool thing about another brother, you say? <laughs> <laughs> no. <That's awful. laughs> um, the big benefit of the mountains is that you lose. <laughs> Can you just imagine, like, eight-year-old me with, like, my huge Indian curly hair being like, ooh, another family member. It's awful. It's bad. It doesn't even make a lot of sense. does it? Um, okay, in the mountains, you yes. lose reception, which was cool and freeing, and led to me removing Instagram and Twitter from my phone, which was nice, except that I had, like, light anxiety of people, like, trying to communicate me with me on either, and I was like, oh, I, can't, I have to go home. I I'm out in the world and what am I going to do? And I was like, maybe this is good. And then I'm like, am I just doing this to prove a point? I don't know. But then it was kind of nice just being like, I can't. Right. And I did read the news more. There you go. But you had no connection. You're like reading newspapers. Yeah. Mm. I read newspapers. Do you like that better or worse than using your phone? It was nice. I feel like I'm have better attention span than I used to. And I think it's partly because I'm not looking at a lot of things on the computer all week. Right before we got on air, Nick looked at Paul and said, I just read your offline series. Yeah. I'm very concerned oh that the next story Nicola pitches me is I'm going offline for a year. No, no, no. Because it's been done. Otherwise, I totally would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I read that as kind of a like, what am I going to go through? Because I definitely spend a lot less time online and it feels amazing. Um, but I miss out on the memes, but I don't care. It's fine. You have to go. Okay. We love you very much. The listeners love you. Be back soon. Audio Adventures with Nicola. Going to be a regular part of this show. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. On July 13th, Mr. Robot, the 2015 Peabody Award and Critics' Choice Awards winner, returns for a second season to USA Network. Starring Golden Globe and SAG Award nominee Rami Malek and Golden Globe Award winner Christian Slater, also from Pump Up the Volume, the best movie ever made. Mr. Robot follows Elliot, a cybersecurity engineer by day and vigilante hacker by night who follows a mysterious leader to join hacker group F Society. This show's sick. Have you seen the show? It's great. Watch it. I command you. They put their skills to test in taking out E-Corp, a giant conglomerate that owns the entire world's personal and banking information, but when they pull the hack off, they quickly realize they had no idea what they're getting into. This summer, they actually knew what they're getting into. There's other surprises, but it's a great show. Mr. Robot shows actual hacking techniques, like the use of Linux and Netscape. Not, not <laughs> techniques. Netscape? What? I don't know. DDoS attacks and rootkits. Uh, I actually talked to Cora Adana. I was on a panel with him. He's one of the writers. They actually have like major security consultants come in and like do this. It's great. You got to watch the show. Anyway, Mr. Robot returns season two Wednesday, July 13th at 10. And if you're in central time, the best time, Chicago time, 9 central on USA Network. We, seriously, watch the show and then... 
There's actually a bunch of Verge stuff around this relic hunting. Like big Verge stuff. Big Verge cast stuff. In ways you won't even expect. We're going to use Linux and Netscape. <laughs> now I'm scared this is like an actual, an actual thing. What? Linux? Net, Netscape. A Netscape attack? They use Netscape on Linux. Not Netscape Navigator. We're back. It's the Vergecast. Nicola's gone. Ashley's here. She's never buying an Android phone again. Her email address is ashley.carmen at the Oh, my God. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dieter, what were you saying? Uh, I was just saying, is it because iMessage? Because that's, that's the thing that has me locked down yeah, to the that's... iPhone pretty tightly right now. And, I mean, I, t- my ma- I saw my mom this weekend, and she has a Galaxy, and it legit gave me anxiety to try to use it. I was hunting for five minutes trying to find her settings. And I was like, I can't handle it. I don't know. They're right there at the top. You she just had, swipe down no, and hit she the had, I don't know what she did to it. It's just it's okay. like, ooh, it was, it was grim. See, vindicated. <laughs> I think people are going to see that it doesn't have a headphone jack. And they're going to say, I'm going to wait. Neil, I was right. But yeah. what if they do it for the rest of their phones? They're going to pick it. They're going to pick it from the Apple store, eating Magnum ice cream bars, yeah. screaming my name. <laughs> All right. They're back. We have a segment on the show. Mm-hmm. It's called something gadget something. Ga- no, it's called Gadget Bonanza. You know this. <laughs> gadget Bonanza? <laughs> I, it, it's true. I, that, was, I, that was Ashley's idea. Gadget Bonanza. Yeah. Gadget All right. Bonanza. She um, named it my five weeks feeling. ago when we started the segment. <laughs> <laughs> my strong feeling is that Ashley has not spoken enough on the show. So, Ashley, lead us on this Bonanza oh, of gadgets. I can't wait to lead you. Um... <laughs> What I love most about the Verge is the overwhelming enthusiasm. <laughs> is this where I get to tell you about my favorite gadget this what week? I, you, really, whatever you want. But okay, well, if you want it to be like a metaphor about life, how deep can I get? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about my favorite gadget this week, <laughs> <laughs> and it's super. It's like not exciting. <laughs> so just like brace yourself. Sell it some more. Okay, stay with me. Okay. It's a hearing aid. Yeah. And it is the world's first, quote unquote, Internet of Things hearing aid. Okay. And I actually am really excited about it because, as we know, like the Internet of shit, <laughs> Internet yeah. of Things sucks. Yeah. I hate it all. It's funny, but whatever. Um, and this actually is useful. It works with if this, then that. Yeah. And... So, you know, if someone has a hearing aid, this one, they can say, oh, if my smoke alarm goes off, like, send a noise through my hearing aid. Ah, Or if my door unlocks, send a ping to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually the most genius use of the Internet of Things. Yeah. I really like the idea that um, we'll be bionic, right? Like, the idea that things that currently we think of as helping disabled people will one day become so much superior that regularly able people will be like... I want that too. Yeah, and this is bionic. Like the, di- you know, like maybe in the future, like I'll have like a little tingle, and like oh my, like what are you that's just of- me staring into your eyes, Paul. <laughs> what are you talk- <laughs> what's the what's the bone that's below the t- the last rib? The Lazarus. That's I just I fucking made that up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to look like a doctor. It's like connected to the hip. I do. I maybe it's like the hip. Like my hip will tingle when the dishwasher's done. Right, yeah. I'll just have like those ambient senses of what what's going on with my home. It'll be integrated into my body, and I feel like this hearing aid is a perfect example. Yeah, I'm super into it. Wait, so here's my question: How do you buy it? That's a good question. 
they have a website. Yeah. But it's a UK company. Okay. Because my, the thing, this is weird. If you ever thought to yourself, I should buy a hearing aid, it's actually really hard to do. Because the whole, like, industry, if there's any wannabe entrepreneurs out there, go disrupt this. Make some, like, cool headphones, like, plug into your ear. They actually have them. They have, like, the totally wireless, the broggy dash. They, like, tune the world around yes, you. Yes, yes. That's that what market want. and the hearing aid market are going to collide. It's going to be great. Yeah. And a bunch of weird websites are going to be out of business. Because mm. that, if you just search for, like, buy a hearing aid, you just fall into the worst pit of, like, skeezy branded content in the entire world. Don't you, like, need to go to what's a doctor the, or something like that? Yeah, you're supposed to. But then there's, like, sketch, not doctors who are, like... Yeah. What's the name of the product? Oh, man, I hate... There's no vowels in it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is another fun gadget thing you have to deal with every day, is companies who name their products things that are not able to be pronounced. Yeah. Like, they don't think about people actually talking about their product. What's it called? Go ahead. Okay, it's the OPN, so I suppose the open. The open. And the company name is Oticon? Oticon. 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 O-T-A-C-O-N? O-T-I. Oticon is a character from the Metal Gear Solid series. If you if you are so hardcore, you're like, no, this shit will be by our neck. We're not going to Metal Gear. We cannot get into Metal Gear right now. No, it's like, right? They're going to build the nanobots. They're going to fill your body with stuff. They're going to turn into things. 40 hours later. Yeah. You're going to be part of a network. You're watching a cutscene. Still. Oh, my God. A quick time event. Is that happening right now? Great hearing aid. Um, no, Otakon. It's a whole thing. He's like your nerdy friend. His name is Hal. Okay. <laughs> I know so much about Metal Gear, but I could not tell you what happens in that game. All right, Paul, it's your turn. Bonanza me. The Spot Mini. What's that? It's the new Boston Dynamics robot. Oh, the giraffe one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Colin yeah, thinks it's giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Colin's his own man, and he can think whatever he wants. I think it's a robot dog with an arm on the back that is also kind of its face sometimes. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is the difference between a dog and a giraffe with an arm? Well, for one, Wait. there's two versions of the Spot Mini. The, the arm is optional. Okay. Right? It has a head either way. But when it has an arm, you, it's easy to see that the, the arm, the hand of the arm is kind of like a face. <laughs> um, but not doesn't even remind me of... You Let me know, ask you this question. Yeah. When I'm doing this right now, do you think my hand is my face? Yeah. <laughs> it's really <laughs> easy. Call. Yeah. For the audio listener, I'm making a sock puppet with my hand right, right. now. It's really easy. If you're in your car See, right Paul, now, you hold think up it's, your hand. You think that it's a, it's a dog because you probably have read, after you recommended uh, reading Werner Vinge's uh, Rainbow's End, uh-huh. uh, he also wrote a trilogy of sci-fi books that included a race of alien dog-like yes. creatures that used their, their, uh, their heads like mouths, or their mouths like hands. Fire, fire, the fire upon the deep? Yeah. Yeah. Deepness in the sky? I didn't read That's, the I other. Bet you, I bet you that, like. There's a pretty good chance that folks from uh, uh, Boston Robotics are deep nerds, and this is what they like. A really good chance. Inspired by the first, yeah. the first time I read Fire Upon the Deep, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It starts off with the most epic, like AI coming becoming sentient ever, and just killing everybody, and people are trying to get off the planet and not let this virus of an AI loose. Like, yes, oh my gosh, this is gonna be the best book ever. Second chapter, talking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I was like, no. All right. We got a few minutes left. Mm-hmm. The bonanza's over. We got lightning round. Yeah. All right, Dieter, lightning round. Yeah. Mac OS Sierra, you previewed the beta this week. 
Uh, it's going to make you want to pay for iCloud. Uh, really? It's fine. It's good. Yeah. Is it because time? they they set they, they set up so that your desktop and your documents folder automatically sync to iCloud, which is great. Like if you aren't already like deep into Dropbox or OneDrive, just being able to have regular people have their stuff synced across the cloud is stupendous. Um, but you're going to run out of space on iCloud, so you're going to want to like get that subscription. Do do your photos work like that too? Yeah, Apple's photos thing is hot mess, super hot mess. It's it's a bit better in Sierra. I haven't tried it on iOS 10, of course. Um, but uh, like the face thing is like working. It like recognizes faces again. I'm not worried about the face. I'm, I mean, literally, I did a thing, and I had to resync the photos to my phone, and it synced them all as previews. And now, when I go back too far and I click on it, it has to load the photo from the cloud as a file instead of. It's just annoying. All right, that's really that's really terrifying to me. That idea that because it, I like this setup where Apple doesn't physically remove something from your computer until they know. They've had it backed up, right? Mm -hmm. But there's no world where you're trying to clean up storage and you just take a folder and it's like, oh, I bet that's backed up, and you put that in the trash. Yeah. That's still too scary. Way too scary. So I'm I'm looking forward to that time. But maybe we don't have to do that if Apple gets smart enough about this. I just thought of this thing. I think I figured it out. Apple still thinks people are bad at computers. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true anymore. Ap- Pe- people are. Yeah, yeah. Apple knows exactly how bad they are because people walk into the Apple store and talk to geniuses all the time yeah. explaining exactly how bad at computers they are. But 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 go with me on this. Right. They they're Apple Apple their stuff is like too abstracted, so you can't get better because you never know what it's doing. Yes. Yeah, I can't yeah, I, I mean, can't get airdrop fair, to work. Like, airdrop is supposed to be well, magical. I turn on Bluetooth, turn on Wi-Fi, get everything real close, make sure everything's on the right network. You know, I'm use as much technical knowledge as I could possibly apply to AirDrop, which they allow very little, <laughs> and it never works. They just never see each other. Yeah, AirDrop usually works for me. It's stuff like iCloud where it's like this, like mysterious. Why don't my photos work anymore? And then the only way to figure it out is to be as deep as possible. Hmm. But I don't know, Ashley. I'm gonna give you a hard one. It's like the shittiest one on the list. I'm going to ask you how much you know about Microsoft acquiring LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> Wait, I got to do that. The line. most exciting deal of the century. LinkedIn. Yeah. Do you use LinkedIn? No. Do you know anybody who uses LinkedIn besides recruiters? PR people? Yeah. Right. I get so many PR people. I think the idea that you start to write a letter in Word and then LinkedIn starts doing stuff in the background is kind of awesome, but also kind of terrifying. It's awesome for a very specific sect of people. I think the uh, yeah 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 professionals. Not us. I, um, <laughs> we have a gadget bonanza, for God's sake. <laughs> I always hated LinkedIn. And then I listened to this economics podcast called Econ Talk with Russ Roberts. Mm-hmm. And he interviewed the founders of LinkedIn. And they're like pretty smart people. Yeah. And they wrote this book called The Alliance. And it's pretty, it's pretty, it's kind of this new way of work where employees kind of bounce around from company to company and everybody's just trying to help each other succeed and stuff. Some real hippie shit. But they're like they're like really smart. Yeah, I don't doubt that they're really smart. I just think that they are still a social network and they desperately depend on user churn. And they sold to Microsoft because they couldn't keep churning users forever. And now, hopefully, if you use Outlook and you're like, I needed this email address for this person at the company, and LinkedIn was like, give it to you. Yeah, that's all I want in this world. I guess so. Just give me the email address. <laughs> okay, Paul. Yeah. Project Scorpio, the next generation Xbox. Yeah, so... The savior of all our hopes and dreams. I know you threw this a couple weeks ago, but I I just want to hear about it. I think 
it just it became like the totally natural thing to do. This this was this is the exact thing that consoles couldn't ever do. This is this is the exact reason why PCs are always going to win is because you can have the latest graphics card every every year, every couple of years. Um, and now um, both of the consoles are going to have like a mid-cycle upgrade. PlayStation Neo and Project Scorpio, both of them are not official names. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Wii U, I mean, is it's not going to be <laughs> the, the Nintendo NX. Nintendo's doing this as well. All of these uh, console life cycles are being cut short. Yeah. I don't know. It, makes, it just makes a ton of sense. I'm super going to buy a uh, next-gen PS4 with VR. I think one of the reasons why this That's is... That's all I want in the world. This is possible. PS4. Yeah. Well, and, and this is... The nice thing about... This gives me a do-over. It's like, I screwed up and I go to Xbox One. Me too. So so now I can get like a midterm. That's not the right word for it. By the way, when we were at Best Buy, we were looking at like 100-inch TVs. And I was like, Ashley, we're going to put a 100-inch TV in your life and see how it changes it. We're also going to throw away your laptop and make you use it on your PC. (laughs) (laughs) A VR headset with like multiple displays. It's going to be an eye buy power. Here's what we're going to do with Ashley. We're going to do terrible stunts. (laughs) That's all I care about. Dang. That would actually really shake up my world. What if... What if we only let you do your job in VR with like massive windows of virtual desktops spread out all around you? <laughs> See, I'd take a pay cut to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured out how this is going to work. No, Actually, you get a raise. <laughs> so the, the nice thing is all of these are the, the, the architecture is very much PC now. Yeah. Um, and, and so because, you know, previously consoles have had very exotic Exotic, like the PS3 was a power PC based yeah. machine. Like they've always been weird and now they're not weird anymore. And I think that gives console makers a lot more flexibility to upgrade. I'm into it. Okay. We got to wrap up. I got I to gotta tell you this story. In 1873, Golden, Colorado, I don't know if you know this, uh, home to miners searching for gold. When the miners sat down for a well deserved banquet, Mr. Coors, we learned his first name, Adolf, by the way, bought a beer worthy of the occasion. That beer was known as Coors, the banquet beer. Honestly, I got to tell you this. I drink a lot of Coors Light. Just a fact of my life. When you, I'm when I'm in the mountains, that's what I'm drinking. His his name used to be spelled K H O R S, but it was changed when he came to America. All right. There's so many other things to listen to. The amount of information on those other things much higher than this show. Although this show continues to be extremely popular, and I encourage you to reinforce that popularity by going on iTunes, giving us five stars. Do that right now while you drink a Coors cold, refreshing Coors Light. Anyway, uh, Walt and I do a show called Control Alt Delete. Chris Plant does a show called What's Tech. Emily and Liz, wonderful show, one of my favorite shows for GSP. Kara Swisher over on the Recode side does Recode Decode. Peter Kafka does Recode Media. And Lauren Good of Versus fame, too embarrassed to ask. That's her show. You can listen to it whenever you want while drinking any beer you want. Oh, you didn't see that coming. Pay that extra dime for that last mention, Coors. Anyway. That's it. That's our show. Paul is Future Paul on Twitter. Ashley. Ashley R. Carmen. Yeah, you are Carmen. <laughs> That's awful. I'm Reckless. Dieter Bone is Backlon. Please talk to us. Yo. We love, we love hearing from you. We love your thoughts. We love your opinions. Cut through the night. Rock and roll.